you have any topic suggestions that you'd like to hear more about or questions that you're hoping that we could maybe address on a future podcast, you can click the get in touch box right on our website at ktsmoneymatters.com. And the hardworking woman's guide to money available either on our website, KT's Money Matters, or on Amazon. Or of course, you can find our link in the show notes. Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hey there, and welcome back. This is KT Thomas at KT's Money Matters, coming to you with your quips and tips and financial ways to try to help make your life a little bit better, help you get a little bit more out of the money that you make, earn, grow. So I don't know how many of you are aware that Cybersecurity Day was actually January 28th. So I have kind of two questions for you, and we're going to talk a little bit today about, did you even know that it was Cybersecurity Day? And frankly, why should you care? We'll get into it when we get back. Your host, KT Thomas, is the Director of Portfolio Services at New Day Solutions, a firm offering expertise in retirement planning with more than 25 years of experience, dedicated to high net worth individuals, families, and business owners. We work with you to have a coordinated approach for your comprehensive investment goals providing concierge service for all generations from a team who can see things from your side of the table. Go to NewDaySolutions.com for more information. Hey, thanks for hanging on through the commercial. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. So in today's fast-moving, ever-connected world, tech protection is a must. And it's really important to decide that you're going to spend a little bit of time thinking about you know, how you're protecting yourself from credit card scams or cyber phishing, or frankly, just dying a slow death of the overload of the 10 million passwords. And, um, you know, I like to say there's the perceived risk, which is, you know, what happens if all the ATM machines don't have any money and the global infrastructure melts and we suddenly can't receive our, any access to any of our money And I think thinking about it like big and like a Hollywood movie is exactly what keeps us from taking care of ourselves financially. We go, nothing that big could probably happen to us. There are probably too many hoops to jump through just to get ourselves protected. I always think about passwords as one of those things where I'm always trying to make up the ideas or, you know, then there's the robot detector that says, tell me which frame has a traffic light in it or a fire hydrant in it um, so they can see whether or not it's a bot. And there's all this stuff going on and they just make it harder and harder to move fast to get the ordinary daily things done that we were so happy to move faster with because now we have that technology. So I thought I'd put that perceived risk into perspective. You know, the FBI recently came out with a number that said there are over 4,000 ransomware attacks daily. That's right. That's every day. What's a ransomware attack? That's when you make the mistake of clicking on that little link on your computer and then suddenly it belongs to someone else who hijacks it and says, either pay me or I'll delete everything off your computer and it will be gone forever. 
Now, we all know that the people that listen to this podcast, the Money Matters community, probably smart enough to know not to click on that link. But you should know if there are 4,000 attacks daily that someone's clicking on that link. And so the first thing, the first thing you need to know is that it's really important to avoid being one of those 4,000 people every single day. Second is on a global basis, when we look at the cost of what companies are paying each year for cybersecurity, it is growing at more than twice the rate of inflation. It's actually growing almost 8% a year that companies are spending to make their technology more protected. And guess who they're passing that expense on to? That's right, people, consumers. It's not really like the bank is spending more money and you're not really at risk because they're going to give you your money back because they're going to charge you and everyone you know and everybody that you don't know that does business at that bank a little bit more to do business with them in order to offset the cost of being safer with your money. So cybersecurity and doing a good job managing it is an expensive item growing in America very, very quickly. And frankly, not just America, around the world. And then, of course, there's the personal loss. I think everyone that I have ever met has a piece of paper somewhere with passwords on it, has it stuck to the bottom of their computer, has it in a place in their wallet, has it on a sticky right on the screen of their computer. Or, and, I, and these are not dumb people, by the way, they come in and their password is password. Or one, two, three, four, one, two, three. And so you should know, not really very secure. But it's not just you that's dying from it. It's really everyone. So with this growing speed of connectivity, with 5G coming in parts this year, which is going to make it even only more quick and faster and cooler and even more pretty, that there are some opportunities and there are some things for us to think about. First is, this is a great opportunity for people thinking about going back to college or attaining some kind of a certificate program. So let's say technology is your thing or programming, however, and you're looking to beef up your resume a little and get into maybe a different side of the work that you're doing. You might want to consider cybersecurity certificates. Now, I just Googled it this morning, just kind of interested to see, you know, how big a field this is. If it's growing at 8% a year and inflation is only 3% a year, then that means there'd be more jobs going to this area of the market in the future. So for me, that creates an opportunity to say, huh, well, if they're going to need more people and they're going to need more cyber, then maybe we need more cybersecurity professionals. And so I went looking, there were maybe 10 different ways for you to get additional accreditation, a master's program in cybersecurity, or as little as a certificate program. But frankly, this would be a great way to beef up your resume if you're in the technology sector and you're looking to put yourself in a position where people think about you as having resources that matter today and having enough interest in your occupation to continue to go down that road and get better and better at your current occupation and showing that you have interest in something that they're not even yet really thinking too much about. They're just kind of taking it as 
no, not one more thing I have to spend money and time on. So an occupation, a way to think about a new career might be great. However, some of us, you know, I'm kind of in my career. You know, I've been giving financial advice for a long time, uh, over 27 years and managing people's money. And frankly, um, you know, at, at my age, I'm not actually ready to go look for a new job. And a lot of my clients are like this, right? And most of us aren't looking to change jobs. So for the rest of us, one of the things I can say to you is putting your head in the sand can be really expensive. And you might want to consider getting a little help. So one of the things out there that, you know, frankly, most of us don't use, but many firms provide is this idea of a password generator. Now, both Microsoft and Apple, right, running the two biggest operating systems out there, they both offer a password generator that will generate a secure password that's long, complicated, and impossible to remember. And then your computer will remember it's you and throw that password in there when you're ready. So now it doesn't help the person who goes from computer to computer to computer because it's usually computer sensitive. Although the Microsoft one can go from, you know, user clarity. But what I would say to you is that you probably want to think about first, pick a company you know, a company that you think you know you understand and a company that you think would be careful with your information. So a big company like a Microsoft or a Norton Security, or an Apple, because Apple only lets you do Apple stuff on Apple products, but not some little thing that you find for free on the internet that's a password generator, that's an app that you don't pay for. And what I'd say to you is if you're not paying for it, you kind of have to wonder what it is they're doing with all your information. Now, with that said, I don't think they're selling your passwords, but the biggest form of revenue for these companies in the past five years is, is quickly becoming this idea that they're sharing customer data, not Joe loves chocolate chip ice cream, but that many people aged 35 to 45 who are men love chocolate chip ice cream. So they're not really selling you, they're selling the collective you, right? The bigger you. But would you wanna feed that with a company that you actually don't really know? I'm not sure that I would. I would be careful about who I allowed to see my password generator. I want a real company with a real, legitimate history. I would check the Better Business Bureau as well to see whether or not they had any complaints before you decide to pick something like that up. My personal little prediction is 10 years from now, they're going to do it with an eye scan and you're not going to remember any of your passwords ever again. And this time when we all had to remember our passwords is going to be like that time when the internet sign up used to go, and then it finally connected to you through your phone line. This is going to be like that. But right now, it's important. Whatever your stopgap option is, you should take one, whether it's a password generator or you consider things like rotating your passwords. I personally like to use a certain set of passwords for things that are personal, like shopping websites and places that I might look at things. And then a certain set of passwords that are like my money passwords. So like I don't use the same password for my online banking as I do say for um, Zappos. So that the, there's you know, not a lot of cross-pollination of my password between various sites. I like the idea of having three passwords and then rotating them and only having three so that you know, most sites will give you three guesses 
And so if I guess the first one, it's not at, I guess the second one, it's not it. It's got to be the third one because I only have three. But there are three that I can remember and that tends to work for me. When it comes to cyber phishing, which is really a really, that's, it is the number one way for ransomware. And we talked about this a little earlier, you know, clicking on the attachment in the email that doesn't seem quite right. And like I said, I know it's not you guys, but you know, it's somebody. So the first thing I'll say to you is you want to check the email address to make sure that it is who you think it is that's sending it. And you'll be able to see right in the email address if it's not Federal Express. And if it's not, you just delete it. So I believe you should delete it right away and not open them. But if you open them and suddenly your computer is frozen and they're giving you a number to call Microsoft because there's an urgent problem with your computer. And it says, no matter what, whatever you do, don't shut it down. Shut it down. Come on. Really? The first thing you want to do is break that connection. Then you want to talk to your software provider or your security provider about checking into your computer. Speaking of checking in with your computer, you want to think about making sure that you're always updating the software provided by your operating system. So Microsoft or an Apple, once they send you upgrades, that you should provide them. Now, every once in a while, upgrades have glitches and then they have to send out another thing to fix the thing they thought they were fixing with the last thing. But not doing the upgrades means that what you're doing is you're leaving the security system on your computer older and therefore more able because a lot of the software upgrades that come out today are about catching these various ways that people get into your computer that you don't want them to. So you always want to do those uploads in a timely manner and make sure that your computers are up to date. The other thing as the ransomware has gotten more important is I've actually started using iCloud, which backs my stuff up to the Apple site. And then I have a backup storage on my work computer also, something a lot more resilient because it's work, um, but that my computer is backed up every day. So that if somebody clicked on that stupid button, they they could take over the computer and break it. And it wouldn't matter to me because my information would be safely stored somewhere else that I could download into a new computer and I would be okay. It's not ideal, but what I'll say to you is losing all your information is never ideal. With that said, what I'd like to say to you is that ignorance is bliss until it's not. Understanding how and where you are at risk protects you just so that you know what it is that you should be paying attention to. There are three things that are controllable risks, things you can actually influence and change. And then there are a lot of things that you can influence, right? If somebody breaks into the banking system of the world and shuts down the entire financial grid, you have no control over that. But you do have control over really three things. One is not using the same password for everything. Number two is keeping your technology up to date. And the third is not clicking on emails from people that you do not know. And you can save both time and money by protecting yourself where and when you can. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. 
For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.